0: Hello this is Diksha from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 12th of April. India recorded more than 168,000 COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours, which was the highest single-day rise since the pandemic began. The total tally of cases crossed 1 crore 35 lakh. With a record number of new infections, India has surpassed Brazil, becoming the second most affected country in the world. 904 fatalities linked to the virus were reported in the last 24 hours and the death toll surged past 1,70,000. Maharashtra recorded its highest ever single-day spike in infections with more than 63,000 cases. The state government postponed board examinations. Class 12 exams will now be held at the end of May and Class 10 exams in June, State School Education Minister Varsha Gaikwad said. In terms of the total caseload, Maharashtra is followed by the southern states of Kerala, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu and Andhra Pradesh. Delhi also witnessed the highest single-day spike with 10,774 new COVID-19 cases and 48 deaths. Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal will hold a meeting today to take stock of the situation. The Gujarat High Court initiated a public interest litigation on its own over the pandemic, observing that media reports on the pandemic indicate that the state was heading towards a health emergency of sorts. Gujarat reported 5,469 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours. The Times of India reported today that more than 50% of Supreme Court's employees have tested positive for COVID-19. Proceedings will now be moved to video conferencing the court which conducted virtual hearings for most of the last year due to the coronavirus induced lockdown had restarted physical hearings only recently as various states deal with the new wave of infections maharashtra is the worst hit the state cm udhav thakre recently hinted at the possibility of imposing a full lockdown if the situation doesn't improve and in the financial capital mumbai the talk of another lockdown is giving sleepless nights to daily wage earners and migrants My colleague Tanishka and I, in our latest ground report on newslaundry.com, documented the fears of these daily wage workers who live in the shadow of the city's glamorous entertainment industry. Spot boys, technicians and junior artists told us what they faced during the lockdown last year and why they cannot bear the blow of another. Once you are done listening to this podcast, I urge you to go to newslaundry.com and read our detailed ground report. It is titled... Suffering entertainment industry workers can't endure another lockdown. The Inspector General of the Kumbh Mela, Sanjay Gunjial, said today that a stampede-like situation may occur if the police tries to enforce physical distancing guidelines in Uttarakhand's Haridwar during the Kumbh Mela. His comments came even as India reported its highest single-day spike while thousands of devotees gathered for a ritualistic bath along the river Ganga. The police officer told news agency ANI and I quote, We are continuously appealing to the people to follow COVID-19 appropriate behaviour. But due to the huge crowd, it is practically not possible to issue chalans today. It is very difficult to ensure social distancing at Ghats. Unquote. The Kumbh Mela, which began on April 1, will last till April 30. The religious congregation is expected to witness a footfall of 10 lakh people each day it is likely to climb to 50 lakh on three days of Snan or Royal Bath from April 14 to April 17. Pictures from the event showed scores of devotees near the banks of Ganga, some of them without masks, in violation of the guidelines. As of this morning, Uttarakhand has more than 7,000 active cases of COVID-19 and over 1,000 new infections were reported in the last 24 hours. In West Bengal, The Trinamool Congress has asked for a ban on election campaigning by BJP leader Dilip Ghosh. The TMC wrote to the Election Commission over the recent remark that the central forces will open fire on voters if the quote-unquote bad boys of TMC do not behave in the future, India Today reported. During the fourth phase of the West Bengal election on Saturday, four people were killed in CISF firing at a polling booth in Sittal in Kooch, Behar. On the same day, another person was shot dead by unidentified men outside a polling booth in the same district. While speaking about the incident at a rally yesterday, Ghosh, the West Bengal BJP chief, claimed that there would be more quote-unquote Sital like instances. In its complaint to the EC, the TMC said that Ghosh's comment justified the murder and demanded that the poll panel initiate legal proceedings against him. It also sought directions from the EC to restrict Ghosh from campaigning during the ongoing assembly elections. In another election update, the Bodoland People's Front, a Congress ally in Assam, has flown party members who contested in the state assembly poll to an undisclosed location. This came amid fears that the Bharatiya Janata Party would try to poach them. Senior Bodoland People's Front leader Pramila Rani Brahma said, and I quote, I am not sure where the candidates are now. But the candidates are outside Assam. That's confirmed. I'm not going anywhere. Unquote. Last week, another Congress ally, the All India United Democratic Front, had moved 18 of its 20 candidates to a hotel in Rajasthan's Jaipur. The Congress today dismissed suggestions that it had any plans to move its candidates out of the state and said that its alliance partners were trying to safeguard their candidates from the quote-unquote dirty tricks of the BJP. Meanwhile, the Election Commission has brushed off questions over its recent tweet that used India's armed forces to urge people to vote. It denied violating its own rules of the Moral Code of Conduct, NDTV reported. The poll body said that the code applied to political parties. In the tweet, the EC had said, and I quote, They sacrifice for their country. Can't you even vote for the country? Vote is not only your right, but also your duty. Cast your vote fearlessly. The Election Commission's advisories do not allow references to the armed forces. The poll body has in the past urged political parties to desist from displaying photographs of defence personnel or photographs of functions involving defence personnel in advertisements. Speaking of the Assembly elections, on Saturday, Amit Malviya, the head of BJP's IT cell, had tweeted a series of audio clips recorded from an informal conversation between TMC's poll strategist Prashant Kishore and a host of journalists on Clubhouse. In the clips, Kishore was heard acknowledging Bharatiya Janata Party as a formidable force in West Bengal. While Kishore's quote-unquote leaked chat created quite a stir on Twitter and the national media, it failed to generate a similar excitement in the Bengali media, which remained focused on the Sitalkuchi violence in which five persons were killed. In her latest report on Newslaundry.com, Anuradha Sharma analyzes the coverage across newspapers and TV channels in Bengal. Her report is titled, Prashant Kishore's Clubhouse Leak – Hot News in Delhi, but not so hot in Kolkata. At Newslaundry, we believe in holding the media accountable too sorting through high decibel drama to bring our readers fair and factual news. This is what we tried to do during the assembly elections as well, bringing you stories that matter. And we can do this because we are a 100% ad-free, independent news platform. Our subscribers power our work and not ads from governments or corporates. I urge you to go to the assembly election section on newslaundry.com and check out our coverage. And if you like what we do, Support us today by hitting that red subscribe button on the top right corner of newslaundry.com. Lowest subscriptions start at just 300 rupees per month. In the Uttar Pradesh Panchayat polls, the Bharatiya Janata Party has withdrawn the candidature of Sangeeta Sengar, the wife of former party MLA Kuldeep Sengar, a convict in the Unnao rape case, PTI reported. The BJP had earlier fielded Sangeeta from the fatehpur chorasi Tritya Constituency. She has been the Zilla president of Unao since 2016. The UP BJP president, Swatantra Singh Dev, who confirmed the cancellation of Sengar's candidature, said that the Unao party chief was asked to submit three fresh names instead. Sangeeta's husband, Kuldeep Sengar, was convicted of rape under the Indian Penal Code and the Protection of Children from Sexual Offenses Act. The Uttar Pradesh Panchayat polls will be held in four phases from April 15. And now we'll go to the polls on April 26th. In two weeks' time, the Supreme Court will hear a new public interest litigation related to the corruption allegations in India's Rafale fighter jet deal reported live law. Chief Justice of India S.A. Bobde made the decision after a plea was filed following fresh claims that the agreement made between India and France also included a payment of 1.1 million euros by aviation firm Dassault to an Indian middleman. The plea was filed by lawyer Manohar Lal Sharma on the 6th of April. The petition seeks the court's directions to quash the agreement to procure 36 fighter jets from Dassault Aviation as it was quote unquote an outcome of corruption. The lawyer has also stated that the deal was in violation of Article 13, 21 and 253 of the Constitution. And now for an international update. Protests broke out in the US city of Minneapolis after a policeman shot a young black man, Dante Wright, near the place where George Floyd was killed last year. Hundreds of people took to the streets and confronted the police on Sunday night, hours after the officer shot the 20-year-old in his car in the Brooklyn Centre suburb. The Brooklyn Centre police set off stun grenades and fired tear gas into the crowd of protesters who had gathered outside a police station. National Guard troops were deployed just before midnight, the Star Tribune reported. Public mourners included Wright's family and friends. Protesters carried Black Lives Matter flags, jumped atop police cars, confronted officers and walked peacefully in columns with their hands held up. The shooting came in the wake of the ongoing trial of four police officers involved in Floyd's death. Floyd's killing had sparked months of protests in the United States against racism and police brutality. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent